0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. I'm your host, Gregory Turner.
1: And I'm your co-host, Brian J. Henderson.
0: Brian, Brian, oh, we have the Energizer tonight on with us.
1: Yes, sir, yes, sir. We're going to have a great show tonight. want to welcome everybody back. We took a little hiatus for our spring break, even though we didn't really go anywhere.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Brian, I tell you what, tonight, people, if you're listening, get a pen and a pad. Football coaches, basketball coaches, just any coach, make sure that you have a pen and a pad because a lot of the things that you thought you knew, you don't know. And another thing, too, Brian, to the little attitude problems that people are having in sports, coaches, parents, Teachers, tonight you're going to get an answer on how to deal with why students act out, why students do some of the things they do, and also, Brian, why athletes uh, lose their cool and lose their temper on the field. And that's the number one thing that coaches hate the most. And, Brian, when you and I coached, didn't we hate that?
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely.
0: (laughs) And when you ask the kid, what happened? Oh, I don't know. But tonight we have someone that's on that's gonna tell us why it happened.
1: Absolutely. You know, we've been starting off our show and I want to try to be as as brief as possible with this, but I want people to remember the people in Haiti, remember the nation of Haiti. And you can do that by donating to the cause. And one of the causes that we donate to on this show is to Yale Haiti. And if you text five oh if you text Haiti to five oh one five oh one that donates ten dollars to the cause if you text yele which is y-e-l-e to 501-501 it donates five dollars and i just ask you at all as always please do what you can and pray for those folks as well because they definitely need our prayers and our support
0: yeah
1: well let's get started with the show greg because i mean i'm ready i'm ready purpose vision and goals and we have a very special guest who's been with us quite a few times before, and that's Mr. Michael Cooper. And he asked the question, do you have a definite purpose that guides your ambitions, visions, and goals? What a different story people would have to tell if they would adopt a definite purpose and stand by that purpose until it had time to become an all-consuming purpose. Yes. (laughs) And we welcome you again to the show, my brother, my friend. Mr. Michael Cooper.
0: Yes, sir. Hey, guys, thank
1: you
2: for having me on.
0: Thank you for coming back on with us. I'm sure Brian's got the, you know, he's been answered to ask you the first question, so,
2: Brian. I
1: have, I have. You know, when we talk about purpose, I, I've i been doing this ever since I heard you talk about uh, purpose the first time. I ask people that when I meet them, I ask them, what is your passion you know, because what I believe is your passion uh, creates your purpose. You know, or your purpose actually guides your passion. You know, so I'll ask you: Am I right on that subject, and am I sort of in between the lines, or am I way off? Just give me an idea of passion creating purpose.
2: <laughs> now you're on you're online. I mean, the biggest thing with purpose and what people need to recognize is it's all about what you truly love. And that's what purpose is. You know, Everyone has a purpose coming into this world. You know, the creator brought you here on purpose. It wasn't by accident. And you have a lot of talent and ability, more talent and ability than you'll ever be able to use in this lifetime, to really do what you truly love to do. And a lot of people get stuck in this trap doing what everybody else tells them to do and not doing things that they truly love. But what you have to understand is that, you know, you can make a living and you can have the things that you want to have in your life by doing exactly what you love. You know, if you you have to do what you love and love what you do and everything else will just follow. And most people are not getting up on purpose. You know, everybody sets their alarm clocks and hit the snooze button 10, 15, 20 times before they get out of bed. And that's because they're not living on purpose. Wow. Yeah, I, I, can, uh, I can go to bed... And let's say I want to set my alarm clock for 6 a.m. and just to kind of kid myself, but I always get up before that alarm clock goes off because I'm getting up on purpose. There's There's a reason for me getting up. I love waking up because I know I have something to do. I'm doing what I love. So it does stem through your passion. That passion drives that energy to where you can just really start living on purpose and doing the things that you truly love. Wow.
1: Wow. Living on purpose, you know, and that's something that that most people would take for granted. Absolutely. You know, I, Go ahead. I, I was going to say, I, I remember when I was in high school, there was a young lady who um, was in my senior class. She was in the same class as I was, and she was in a wheelchair. But she did not let that wheelchair stop her from doing anything. Whenever we had stuff going on, she was right there. When, I mean, if we didn't see her, we were like, what's going on? Where is she? She's not here. And I can remember, you know, her being at just about every function that we had. You know, and we, we were, you know, and we would always say, wow, that takes determination, you know. And she walked across the stage. You know, she was in a wheelchair, but she used her crutches to go across the stage to receive her diploma. And to me, that was just like, that showed that she was living on purpose. She didn't let any of the obstacles that we would consider obstacles get in her way, you know. And that's what I call having passion that creates your purpose, because she had a passion for life.
2: Yeah, if you remember a couple, uh, I guess a couple months back, we did a show, and, you know, that's an example of, so you know, your body is just an instrument of your mind. You know, mind controls everything. So what the mind tells the body to do, the body does. And when you're real clear in what your purpose is, when you're real clear in what you love and what you want to do, you know, what you want to share, what you want to give, the type of information that you want to tap into to where that's, it's really going to put you on this... It, it, it takes you to a whole different level to where you're just operating from this intellectual place, this intellectual mind, those intellectual muscles we talked about at that one point mm-hmm. where it doesn't matter if you're in a wheelchair. It doesn't matter if you're on crutches. It, 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 it really doesn't matter because wherever your mind wants to go, it'll take you as long as you believe in what it is you truly want, what you truly have that passion for. If you have a passion to go to school and get a degree, get a diploma and walk across the stage, It doesn't matter how you get there. You don't have to know the how if you remember. You just have to know why you want it. And that why is going to push you. That why is going to drive you to do exactly what it is you want to do. The how, you really don't know how things happen until you actually do it. And then you're shown how. You just have to know why. And that's that's where the purpose comes in. I mean, that's why I like when I work with people. I tell them, you really need to get clear on what your purpose is. Write down... What's the purpose of you getting up? What's the purpose of you going to that job? Or what's the purpose of you starting that business? Or what's the purpose of you being in this relationship? You know, what's the purpose of everything? What's the reason for you doing what you do? You know, are you loving what you do? You know, and then you get real clear on that, and then you can start to use your imagination and start to picture what that looks like. You know, your mind just goes on these little trips where you start to, think and create these images of what it will look like and as long as you believe in that like Napoleon Hill said think and Think can Grow Rich you know what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve so whatever it is that you know, you're able to believe in that is coming through you mentally and you just take action on it not having to know how you're going to get to that point but just take action, just take steps to whatever it is that you want the house is going to be shown to and you're going to get to where you want to go because you just have that, that drive. You're on purpose. Mm-hmm. I'll
0: tell you what, we have a couple of calls on the line. Callers Hold on. We will get to you. I know you have everybody has a question for Mike. But, Mike, you and Brian were talking about purpose and passion. I want to throw one other P in there, but I want to uh, get your take on it. And that other P is process. Uh, you can have the purpose. You can have the passion. And you mentioned how you get there. You won't know until you get there. Basically, you'll find out how to get there once you're there. Now, is it the process that stops people? Because a lot of people hate the process. And what I mean is when people are trying to uh, live that purpose and and they're pushing with that passion to get there, when people say no or they're getting turned away, is that part of the process before you get to the point that you want to be?
2: Yeah, what everybody really needs to understand, I shared this before, is that the process of creation works outside of time. You know, everybody wants instant gratification. Everybody wants this process of getting what it is that they want right now. You know, I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait until next week or next month or next year. You know, they, they want it now. And what you have to understand is it is a process. And as long as you are moving on purpose, as long as every single day you are getting up and living on your purpose, I know why I get up every day. I know why I do the things that I do. You know, and as long as I am moving in that direction of my dream of what I picture my life to be, of what I picture the things that I love and what I want to do, well, then it's all going to, you know, seek and you shall find. You know, what, what you're seeking is also seeking you. So as you are walking and moving towards it, it's also moving towards you. And sometimes you, you know, can think of things that you really want to accomplish and really want to you know, bring into life and they come very quickly. I mean, you might get something that comes in a couple minutes. You know, some things may take you know, a couple of days. Some things may take a few weeks. Some things may take months. Some things may take years. Some things may take lifetimes before they come to fruition. But if you are on purpose and if you know that you know you know that you are going and getting exactly what you want, and you just keep on taking actions every day that are consistent with what it is you want showing up, through that process it's going to little by little come to you. But what happens is along the way you get so many people that bombard you and so many different influences from outside that bombard you You know, consciously, where you have the ability to accept or reject thoughts and ideas that come to you. We're constantly bombarded with people saying, "That's too hard. It's going to take too long. You don't have the money. You don't have the strength. You don't have the, you know, the the skill, the talent." You know, you get get all these people, and it's really they're acting as like this opponent, which you know I go into a lot with some of the coaching programs I do, is talking about the opponent, where it's this force, it's this, it's this, uh, it's this energy field to where when you start stepping towards what you want, okay, it's almost, you know, this, this force is activated and it's like, wait a minute, he's going to try to go and live on purpose, or she's going to try to go and live on purpose, quick. Call, get the mother to give her calls, and, and tell her, you know, hey, how you doing? And next thing, and in that phone call, I want you to tell her, you know, what is it you're thinking about it? Well, that's, you know, that's impossible. That's too hard. Or you don't have time for that, honey. Or actually, tomorrow when you go down to this place, have them bump into this person, or have this. Have, right, it starts to create all these situations, so that way it'll, you know, it tries to trip you up. You know, it's just, it's this real incredible game, this real challenge of life that we go through. It's constant and it never goes away. And what happens is when we're faced with that challenge, when we're stepping up initially, like, I'm on purpose. I know exactly what I want to know exactly what I want to do. And then initially you start off on the right track, and you're motivated, you're empowered. But most people are not surrounded with people who are inspiring, empowering them on a regular basis. And you get these outside influences, this bombardment, this opponent, this challenge, this opposition, sometimes some misfortune. And what happens is you have two choices there you can step up through that challenge and say, you know what? This really has no power over me except the power that I'm giving it in my mind. I'm allowing my mind to go off on these little, uh, these emotional trips. where I'm not, it's like, I'm having this emotional hijacking. I'm not thinking rationally, my emotions get the best of me, this opponent. And really, if I were to just have the courage to tell it to shut up, to tell it to go away, whatever you want to phrase, it'll go away instantly. And through that challenge and through that time that it takes, this process you're talking about, that's where your greatest rewards lie. Mm -hmm. But what most people do is they step back into safety. You know, the opponent steps in and says, wait a minute, he's trying to go out for the team. Have his dad say something to him like, son, you've never played this before. You know, you don't have the skill, you don't have the talent. You know, so what most people do in that point is they'll step back into safety. Oh, you're right, dad. Okay. You know, let me see what else I'll do. You know, but you have to realize that those challenges, you know, this opponent, obviously I've already made some examples. It doesn't come to you dressed in a guard suit. It comes to you sometimes as your mom or your dad or friends or peers or coaches or, you know, through media, TV, radio. I mean, it comes from so many different ways, so many different places. And what you have to do is you have to be able to say, you know what, this is where I want to go. This is what I want to do. And the challenge that you're bringing me, Dad, you know, this, this statement you just said to me is not an empowering one. And you know what? I'm empowered. I'm inspired. And I'm going to fight through this challenge. And you don't have to, you know, be on board or support and encourage me. You you're right. But you know what? I know exactly what I want to do. And I'm going to do it because I know through this challenge, through this struggle, I'm going to have the most fulfillment. That's where my fulfillment comes from. It's going through that journey of that struggle and that challenge. It's not the destination. It's not making the team. Right. It's not winning the game. It's going through the, the challenge and the obstacles to get there.
1: And, you know, you bring up an interesting point. Many people will think that when they challenge somebody by saying, oh, you can't do this, or, you know, they think that, you know, for many people they believe that that's the end all. Okay, I told them he can't do it. And so now he shouldn't even try it because it won't work, you know. And, and I think you have to have a, a mindset of you're not going to allow anybody to, you know, to bank on your failure.
2: Yeah, a big problem is that all of our lives we're conditioned to believe, we're made to believe, that the results we've gotten is a reflection of our potential. And it's not. You know, it's just a reflection of our thinking. You know, at that time you tried it, maybe you didn't, you, know, you didn't have an understanding of it. You know, an understanding comes from knowledge. So you just maybe at that time you weren't tapped into the correct knowledge to give you the understanding of how to do it. doesn't mean you don't have the potential to do it. Right. But you have the potential to do anything you want. You know, you just have to get the knowledge, you have to get the information that's going to help you go a long way. And that's where coaches need to step up and start to understand that um, These players are struggling. One of the things that's missing is emotional intelligence, which we've had a show. We talked about that, and it's being able to control these emotions, and you know, becoming aware of your emotions and how to manage them, and how to become aware of other people's emotions and how to manage those relationships. And and coaches and players, they all need to understand that if you don't have a purpose, if you you don't know why, it's like even the team. The team has a purpose of being together. What's the purpose of this team? What is the, See, that's like every one of you, if you're coaches and you're on this line, you should, like, when you're in a team meeting, that's a question that should be asked. What is the purpose of all of us being here together? What's the purpose? What's the purpose of all of you as a group? What is your purpose of being together as a team? What's the purpose of this team? Tell me what's your purpose of being here. What You know, Tally, what's your purpose? You know, what is the purpose? And then the clearer you can get, on the purpose as a team, what also happens is the individuals of the team start to get clear in what their own purpose is as well, and then the clearer that we can become with our purpose okay, and what it is we really love like why am I here because I love the game and I love to be around my teammates. I love to be in a position where I can share you know I can share my. Skills. I can share with my teammates. I'm not a ball hog. I don't want the attention on me, me, me. I'm here to participate, to contribute, to give my all to the team. That's my purpose of being here. Is to and, and you know the purpose does go beyond that. You want know, you want to win a championship, or you want to be the MVP, or you know, everybody has different goals and dreams that they want to you know attain. And the clearer you can get on your purpose, and you have that purpose, knowing exactly what it is, then the reason for all of you coming together, then you can start to work on the vision as far as, like, what does that look like? And so, all right, we're talking about we want to win a championship. But what does that look like? Paint the picture. Paint a picture for me, Tommy. Everybody break out a piece of paper. And on the top of the paper, write down the purpose of us being here, my purpose of being here, our purpose of being together is, and write it out. And just start writing whatever comes to mind. Just start writing, you know, what flows to you. And just allow it to flow through you onto the paper. And don't worry about whether it sounds dumb or whether it's, you know, you don't know if it's um, if it's good or bad. or but That's not important. What's important is it's coming to you and through you on purpose. Hmm. So you write that down and you start to think about the vision of what's it look like. Paint the picture. Well, that looks like we're, you know... Every day we're coming in and we're practicing, we're focused, you know, we're not distracted and, you know, we're helping one another and we're patting each other on the back and when somebody's down, we're not pounding them and we're, we're lifting them up and you, know, you start to, you know, what is it, you know, draw that vision, really get a clear picture of what that purpose looks like. And then the clearer the purpose and then the clearer the vision is, then you can start setting goals that are aligned with that purpose and vision. And what happens is, so now that you're clear on your purpose and your vision, and you set some goals that aligns with that, you, know, you could be walking out on the street, and uh, you know some teammates, or you know, from, or, or not teammates, but some uh, opponents, you know, from other from other teams, maybe out and walking about, and they start taunting, or or you know, there, you go, somebody says, hey, let's go party, let's go drinking tonight, you know, it's a big party, or hey, you get all these distractions, you get all these things from out to member, when you're when you're living on purpose. The, the, the clearer you get on your purpose and your vision, and the more disciplined you are to stay on it, the more challenging it becomes. The more, the more you're activating this opponent to try to take you off of it. Bring, a, bring these people over here and tell them that there's a big party tonight. Let's have, let's party tonight. Let's get in trouble. Let's do some drugs. You know, and you get, you have all this, all these, all these situations that are coming. You know, mm-hmm. and when you're clear on your purpose and your vision and you have your goals, it makes it real easy to pick up on that really quick. Like, if I go on a party and I do this, is that aligned with my purpose and my vision? It's not. Wow, so, crazy. if I do it, if I do this, then I have to understand I'm, I'm going to take responsibility for the consequences. Can't can't play the blame game. While she made, they told me it was going to be cool and we were going to have fun and there was going to be no problem, not their fault. You know, so that, that's, how, that's why it's really important to get clear on the purpose and the vision. And then you have to have patience to go through the whole process. You know, just knowing that it's going to happen. It's going to take place. I'm certain of it. It doesn't matter what you say. You can try to kick me and put me down and tell me I can't do it or I'm too small or I don't have the skill or, you know, I don't have the, the strength or whatever you want to say. But you know what? I do have all of those things. I have I have limitless potential. I can attract Anything I want, as long as I'm not hurting anybody. And my purpose and vision is clear and clean and pure. It doesn't violate the rights of other people. And I'm real crystal clear in my goals. I know exactly what I want to do. I'm on purpose. I'm living on purpose. I don't know about you. but I know I am.
1: You know, I I wanted to say, when you, when you talk about vision and goals, you know, because we understand purpose now, and most people will say that, if you if you ask them, they'll say, yeah, I'm living on purpose. I have a purpose in life. But when you ask them what their vision is of where they'll be five years, 10 years, 15 years from now, or what goals do they have in life, you know, you get the same cookie-cutter answer. Well, I want to graduate from high school, graduate from college. I want to get a good job and provide for my family. And I think that's sort of the ingrained idea of success.
2: But far That's too awesome often that see,
1: you uh go on. you know, I was gonna say and far too often we see people who have graduated from high school, graduated from college, they have families and they have not even scratched the surface of their purpose. They haven't really developed a vision and they don't ha- they haven't met really any of their own personal goals, they sort of met the goals that other people gave them.
2: That's so awesome. I was about to say, that's so awesome that you even brought that up (laughs) because you lead right into what I was saying before, you know, we are, as we grow up and we're going through school, okay, I don't care where you go. You can go to high school, college, get advanced degrees. I don't care where you go to school. You, well, I, I won't say that. I'm not going to say you, so I'll just, I'll bring it back to me. I was never taught growing up, and there might be a lot of you out there that will recognize this, and this goes along with what you're just saying, so I'm going to use myself. I was never taught growing up how to think. I was taught growing up what to think, and what I was taught to think is the scenario that you just painted. Your purpose, son, your picture, son, is you go to school, you get a degree, you get the job, you know, 40 hours a week, nine to five. You punch the clock, you shut your mouth, you get your 401k, you retire. That's it. That's what you do. That's success. <laughs> that that that's what I was taught to. That's that's what I was taught to think. That's what I was taught to believe. Unfortunately, thank God, I I just didn't like that plan. It Didn't harmonize with me. You know, I just I felt like I was in a cage and trapped and living inside of some rules and boundaries. And we are all limitless. You know, we, uh, there's infinite possibilities. We can be and do and have anything we want. Again, as long as you're not playing anybody while you're doing it. But when you when you start doing the right things and when you start understanding this unlimited potential you have to really create a life you truly want to live, it it really just becomes up to you. And it really starts to make a shift when you start to learn how to think. And you don't, they don't teach this in school, okay? You don't get these mental skills or these life skills, or they don't teach you how to think in school. You actually have to go out and get life skills on your own. You have to go out and get these mental skills. And in some of the talks, some of the shows that we've done before, we mentioned that, these, these intellectual faculties, these mental muscles, which I guess we can just briefly go through them real quick so anybody who's new on them they can understand Is You know, you've got these six mental muscles, perception, will, imagination, intuition, memory, and reason. And most people are not aware of these mental muscles. You know, and you have over 600 muscles in the physical body. Everybody's aware of, you know, they might not be aware of all 600 of them, what the names of them are and where they are, but... They know there's a lot of physical muscles in the body and you have a lot of people going into the gym, okay, and they're they're going in there to strengthen, develop, so they can, you know, look, feel and perform at optimal levels on the physical plane. But the question is, do you know what these six there's only six, I just named them perception, will, imagination, intuition, <clears throat> excuse me, memory and reason. And do you know them? Do you understand them? And and more importantly, Are you doing training on a daily basis or weekly basis? Now, what type of training routine do you have in place to develop these muscles? So that way they're performing at optimal levels. Because those are the most important, those six. They drive all the other 600 plus. They drive everything. And what we need to learn how to do is use them properly. We need to learn how to... Well, we need to understand, number one, perception is you know, how we see things, and we all, think, we all see things very differently, you know? You know, you take a gymnast. You know, my little, one of my little girls is a gymnast, and I was watching her on the balance beam, and uh, she's six years old. That's <laughs> the funniest thing. She's, uh, she's on the balance beam. I don't know how high they are off the ground, like four feet, five feet, six feet, I'm not sure. But she's on there, and she's... Initially, obviously, it's, uh, she's scared because her perception of it is, "Well, I'm, I'm high up here, and you know, what if I fall?" You know, but little by little, as she practices over and over and over again, and develops the skill, okay, gets the understanding, right, from the knowledge, and the knowledge is coming from the teacher on how to do it, and the knowledge is also coming from the actual beam that she's performing on, and she gets an understanding of it, and, she, and then she gets comfortable she perceives it differently, like, this is easy, I got this. Now, what happens if you were to take that beam and raise it another six feet up in the sky, her whole perception is going to change all over again. So, perception is really trying to get real clear and, like, and understand that everybody perceives things differently, too, and how we, you know, we can all be uh, in, in the same room and looking at the same things, but perceiving it totally different. You know, somebody can go into a situation and be like, man, this is a bunch of neg bombs in here. You know, I don't really want to be around people that are, you know, drinking and partying and doing all these things. And then you have somebody else in the room who they perceive totally different. This is awesome, man. This is incredible. You know, so, you know, everybody's perception is different. And what we want to do is learn about how to perceive things in a, in a proper way, in a way that's going to serve us to, uh, Really see that we're doing the right things for ourselves, you know, our purpose. You now, will is our ability to focus, you know, and have this disciplined focus, this, this tunnel vision, and most people don't have. Well, when you think about will, a lot of people think about, you know, forcing your will in some ways somebody or actually forcing something to happen, and that's not what we're talking about. And you know, will is just uh, being focused and and having this tunnel vision of this end in mind of what you want and not allowing anything or Anyone to distract you from that, and you know, but most people are walking around distracted all the time you have all these outside influences that we talked about. go ahead,
0: yeah, let me ask you this when when people have gone through a lot of bad things in their in their past, let's say it be no. i mean it could be anything from molestation, rape, bad marriages, just pretty much anything. How how can people get past those bad days or those dark times in their life? How can they get by that? Because of course to to live your, your purpose and, and to go after your passion, you have to really focus. And I, and I believe that if a person don't know how to forgive, they won't be able to get past that those old dark, you know, times in their life, the pain that was caused to them. I don't think that they can get by that, so what do you suggest that people do as far as trying to focus in on their passion and how to get over the the bad things that happen in their life?
2: I'm glad you tied that into this lesson that I'm talking about these mental muscles because let me just if you will finish real fast briefly what the rest of them are, and then I will play how those are working in that scenario that you just that you just shared with us. So here you have perception, how we see things. Will is how you know our focus. Then you have imagination, which is the creation of everything. You know, everything in your awareness was imagined in the mind of somebody at some time. you know, The clothes you're wearing, the computer screen you're looking at, the telephone you're on—every, everything. everything starts with imagination. Then you have intuition, okay, which is uh, intuition. Is like what Dr. Wayne Dyer said, is uh, you know when. Intuition is you know, when you when you pray to God. Intuition is when God speaks back to you, and you get these ideas that come to you, that come over you, and, uh, and you also pick up on these vibes from other people or other things. It's just that you're, you're intuitively picking up these, these vibes, these uh, these ideas. Then you have memory, and all of us have incredible memories. There's no such thing as a bad memory, you know? and you can learn how to develop your memory memory um, and remember all kinds of things relatively easily. And then you have reason, which is your ability to choose right from wrong. And we and so have all these six intellectual faculties So how do they work? Well, let's take uh, this uh, woman Let's just say this You mentioned it was a woman is In your example, the, the, the circumstance Okay, so let's say this woman, Sally Let's just say so Sally's driving down the road And all of a sudden, bing An idea comes to her Okay, her intuition is there That's her intuition Boom, she gets an idea and right there with it is her imagination. they okay, all six of these muscles are always on and never off, so right there her then her imagination goes to t- goes to work and starts, "Wow, you know that that's a great idea. I would love to do that i can I can picture that, I can see that, and then her reasoning factor is right there with it, and now she starts to reason with herself and starts asking, "You know, I don't know if I can do that though, or if it's already a good thing or a bad thing, you know, should I or shouldn't I? And then her memory there, and I started, I, I remember, man, I went through a situation, and I was abused and, and tortured, and, I mean, it was just, oh, my God, I don't want to have something like that happen again. I just, I don't know what I would be able to do with my thought. No, I I, I can't do this. No. Oh, my God, that was crazy. And then now the perception she has of herself is defeat. She's looking at, she's coming from a lower level of awareness and, and just thinking of herself and looking at herself as, oh, my God, I can't, I can't do this. And where's her focus? Where's her will? It's it's, 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 it's Totally distracted on, on, on the negative past And this is a self-defeating process That is going on All day long Every day of all of our lives Because I think we have what, like 50,000 thoughts That come to us in a day mm-hmm. So you have all these thoughts that so you're driving around You're walking around You're in class You're listening to, to teachers Right now you're listening to me Okay And uh Well Let me change that Did I lose you guys? No you're no.
1: here We're you.
2: Okay Okay Um so let me, let me change what I just said because i am saying right now you're listening. And so here we are. We're talking for, let's say we're, we're, we've been talking for, what, 20, 30 minutes or so. And as I'm talking and as you're talking and all the people who are on supposedly listening to what we're saying, what will happen is as we're talking, their intuition is going to pick up on some idea. And they're going to go on a little mind trip. You start to imagine. Oh my God! I can imagine what he's talking about. I understand what he's saying. And man, that, and and the whole time that they're going through that process, okay, they're not listening anymore to what I'm saying or you're saying. They can hear us. I still hear them talking, but I, you cannot be listening and thinking at the same time. You can hear, but you're not listening. So you go on these little mind trips, and then all of a sudden you you start to you know you catch yourself. Like, well, wait a minute. Let me get back. Let me get back on track and start listening to what these these guys are saying again. But in the time that you took that little mind trip, you missed out on some info that maybe could have helped you. That maybe could have changed your life. You know, so you got the track. You know, and what we need to do is uh, learn about these mental muscles and how to use them. This way, you get an idea, ding, and now your imagination is there, and you're like, whoa. That's awesome. Like, I I would love to do that. Sally's like, I would love to do that, and that'd be so incredible, and how her reasoning factor's there. And instead of using these facts wrong by saying, you know, should I or shouldn't I or could I or couldn't I or no, what she starts to ask now is, whoa, if I were to act on this idea that's coming to me that the creator is bringing to me, he's obviously bringing me this idea because I have the talent and ability to act it out and to bring it about. So if I were to act on this idea, will it move me in the direction of my dream? Will it move me on my purpose and my vision? Will it help me achieve my goals? And if the answer is yes, well, then you just act. You don't have to know how. The how-to never mattered. Wright brothers didn't know how they were going to introduce us to the kingdom of flight. Edison didn't know how he was going to illuminate the world with with the the, uh, light. And uh, what what they did know is why they wanted it why they want it why I want to do that. I'm picking up this idea and it feels so good and I can see it. And if I did act on it, it would move me in the direction of my dream. And now all of a sudden they're perceiving themselves in a higher plane and, and looking at things of like, I can do that. I can make that happen. I, that is, uh, definitely will move me towards my goal. And now their focus is on that goal, is on whatever it is that they're, that they're thinking about, the idea. Imag- the, the imagination of it, the pictures of it. You know, we think in pictures. Mm-hmm. I ask you to think of your car. You guys can see the car on the screen of your mind, right? You can see yep. your car, picture it perfectly. You know exactly what's in that car. You don't even have to walk out to the car to see what's in your car. You can you can imagine right now, you know, if you have a, a bag from a fast food place laying on the floor or where your favorite pen is or, you know, whatever, papers or maybe it's spit, spit and clean. You know, I mean, you can picture it perfectly. And that's what happens. We think in pictures. So we want to teach people how to use their imagination properly and create the pictures that they want. And uh, when they start learning how to do that, then they start to, you know, you're not, you know, the conditioning that you have, the current paradigms you have, these habits that you have from what you've been programmed uh, to believe and in, in what you've learned all your life, some of these things may not just disappear. You know, like all these, like the tragedies or the chaos and the suffering and pain that you've experienced in the past or what this woman has experienced in the past. But what you can do is you can start to use these mental muscles properly and start to live on purpose and really get clear on your vision and have goals. And what'll happen is little by little, you'll start to create new programming. You start to develop yeah. new habits that are healthy and that are aligned with the life you want to experience.
1: Yeah.
2: And just everything will start to change. And then... The key, really, is to learn, and this is a tough one. I, I mean, I just shared this today. I mean, it's, it's something that I share every single day, probably. You have to keep your mind on what you want in life. And off of what you don't want, you know, you have to keep your mind on what you want. I don't, I don't want this to happen, so, you know, we, you think about this and don't let this happen for me. Well, no, as long as I think about not, it not happening for you, but guess what? It is happening for you. Let's think about what you do want happening for you. I don't want to do bad on my exam. Well, as long as you're having that thought, you know, the, 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 the subconscious mind, the emotional mind, it, it doesn't have the ability to reject anything. It accepts everything that you impress on it. And it doesn't know the difference between imagined or real. So if I say, I don't think I'm going to do good. I don't think I can do good on, or, uh, I'm, I'm not gonna. Let me try to think about. It. I will say this. I don't think I can do good on my exam. Well, it doesn't it doesn't register the don't? It just it just uh, it you're you're impressing upon the subconscious mind that you know the exam is not going to go well. I'm not going to do good on this exam. I'm not going to do good on this exam. I'm not going to do good on this exam. So it's registering not doing good on the exam. So that's the exact result you're going to get. You're not going to do good on the exam. Instead, change what you want to happen. I, I'm going to be great on this exam. I'm going to kick butt on this exam. I'm going to pass this exam. I'm going to pass this exam. And then that's what you're going to get. But we all have this self-defeating talk going on all the time, and especially people who have all these emotions that are still buried alive, like this girl Sally. All of us have it. You can't possibly remember. All of the thoughts, ideas, and images that have been impressed upon your subconscious mind, your emotional mind, all your life, you can't. You don't know what TV shows you were watching every single day when you were a kid and what you were listening to on the radio as you were a baby, you know, one-year-old, two-year-old, three-year-old, four-year-old, on all the messages that were being impressed upon your mind through the radio and TV your parents were watching and listening to your uh, coaches and peers. And, and I mean, you just you just not bombard do you have all of this conditioning from all these experiences from your life, and do you have all of these emotions that are buried alive. So, when you go out now, as an adult, as you get older, to start really becoming aware, that's the thing, is to teach people how to become aware of these emotions. Why am I feeling bad? Why am I feeling this chaos, suffering, and pain that I've experienced when I was young? Why am I feeling like this? Well, what are you thinking about? Because whatever it is you're feeling comes from whatever it is you're thinking. I'm thinking about how I used to get abused or I'm thinking about how this person you know mistreated me verbally or physically or I'm thinking about how I got I got fired or I'm thinking about how I got a pay cut or I'm thinking about how I got cut from the team or I'm thinking about how I went from being the, the head coach now I got kicked out and now I have to start as like an assistant coach. I'm thinking about that. So that emotionally, that's challenging for, for everyone. You have these emotions that are alive and you need to address them. You need to become aware of them. And we talked about this on one of our other calls. You get a piece of paper and on the left side write what am I feeling and on the right side write what am I thinking. So you do like a little journal with yourself. What am I feeling right now? I'm feeling angry. All right, so write that down. I'm feeling angry. You're aware that you're feeling angry. All right, so now what are you thinking that's causing you to feel angry? I'm thinking about the time when I was younger when this person abused me or did something negative to me. All right, so then what we want to do is now that you're becoming aware of these emotions that are alive, let's start to learn how to manage those, and let's change those let's let's start to create new emotions that are positive new new wins, and let go let go you know it's this is today, and you know you went through what you went through on purpose <laughs> you know as as some things may be as harsh as it sounds and a lot of us go through some experiences and obviously I don't nobody wishes any bad on anyone but in reality we go through what we go through to help us correct ourselves to, to go through certain corrections to go through certain lessons that we need to learn through as tough as they may be as tough as they may be Yes, sir. That's all but you just have you just got to be certain that it's all on purpose it's all for a good reason it's all to help you do one of two things Step up and grow, and become more connected to this this light, you know, the God, you know, God, the Creator, Infinite Intelligence, whatever you want to call it. Or, I can be reactive, and keep reacting to all the things that happen to me, and blame, and not take responsibility for growing and changing, and just seeing it as a, a lesson to grow through. That's okay. So cool. you know, so a lot of people are walking around with emotions and continually beating themselves up, and beating other people up. In the blame game. Does that answer what you're getting
0: at? Mm,
1: yeah.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm pretty
1: sure. Yeah. Hey, My listen. Name? Let's go to the lines. I want to see what our listeners uh, want to ask. I want to. I want to know what they think about the show and if there are any questions that they want to ask us. And I want to go to the caller in the nine five four area code. Caller, you are on live with the Abundance Solutions Hour. Caller in the 954. All right, they may just be listening in, and that's perfectly fine. All right, let's try the caller in the 239. Caller in the 239, you're on live. Are you there? Okay, we got a lot of listeners, not so many people asking questions, and that's just fine. And we ask you to just keep on listening and we got some more good stuff. We got about 15 minutes left in the show. I want to talk about goal setting. Because when I, you know, and I Greg and I we go out and we talk to a lot of people and you know, we do seminars and the one thing that we, when we focus on talking about goals and dreams and achieving those goals and dreams, people will say, yes, I have a dream, I have a goal, you know, I have something that I want to achieve. And the question that I remember Greg asking plenty of times, and I've asked it quite a few times, is what are you doing right now to put that goal in, to, to achieve that goal? You know, what are you doing, like, right this minute, you know? And the normal, the normal answer would be, well, right now I'm listening to you gaining knowledge. You know, that's what we usually look for. But they always go back to that same cookie-cutter answer, well, I'm going to school, um, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And from my experience, while I'm not telling people not to go to school, I'm not telling people not to gain, you know, education, but what I've learned is that school will not teach you how to win in life. School will teach you how to function in the world, but not how to live. You know, and so my question is, what do you think about what do you, what do you consider true goal
2: setting? Well, <clears throat> excuse me. It all again, the line puts your purpose and your vision. And when you write your purpose, and if your purpose is, I want to get good grades in school, that's not specific. That's just general. And what we have to do to achieve goals, if anybody could set a goal. Setting goals is easy. I want to make more money. I want to have a better relationship. I want to have a new dog. Or I want to have a better job. I mean, those are all goals, yeah, but they're not specific. Instead of I want to make more money, what do you mean you want to make more money? Get more specific. I earn $1,000 a week. All right, that's specific. I have a conscious, loving relationship with my wife or with my husband or with my boyfriend or with my girlfriend. You know, you know, you, you have to get real specific on your purpose and real specific on your vision, and your goals have to be real specific. And then once you have those goals that are specific, you know I earn thousand dollars a week. I drive uh, a Porsche Turbo. I have you know new uh, Armani clothes in my in my uh, closet. You know whatever it might be. Okay. I get A's in all of my honor classes. I am a leader on the court. I'm a role model. I'm the, I'm the captain of my team. You know, you start getting specific with the goals, and then what we do, we use a tool that's extremely effective that everyone should use. And it's called the goal card. And a goal card is something that you can create yourself. So you can just get like a, um, a three by five index card if you wanted to. And on the top of the card, you just write, "I am happy and grateful now that dot dot dot," and you write your goals on there. You transfer your goals from your purpose, vision, and goals that you worked on. You know, you wrote out your purpose, you wrote out your vision, what it looks like, and you got real specific. And now your first time you do this exercise, you you may not get real specific because it's not something you're used to doing. Okay? You're used to just being general. You're used to being afraid to really ask for what you really want. And if you just had the courage to ask life for great gifts you will encourage life to deliver them to you you are worthy of any goal you want but most people are afraid to get specific because they don't believe that so when you get specific with these goals and you put them on this goal card you write down what the goal is so I am happy and grateful now that I earn $1,000 a week, or I move into the position of general manager by the end of this month, or I am getting all A's in my classes by the end of this month, or whatever it is. It's very specific. You write down these goals, these very specific goals, and then what you do is you keep that card on you, you know, leave it in your pocket, put it in your purse, somewhere where you have access to it every single day. And what you do when you first wake up is you read that card. What you do is when you're driving to school or when you're driving to the office and you get to a red light, you pull it out and you read it while you're waiting for the light to change, to go green. You read it again. Because you're only going to have, and in the goal card, I mean, you're only going to have maybe four or five goals. You're just some specific goals, you know, that you're working on right now. And you read it again. Lights changing, put the card away, start driving, and you get to your next stop. Maybe before you get out of the car, you read it again. And you just keep on reading this card as many opportunities as you can. Definitely twice a day. First thing when you wake up and first thing before you go to bed. But if you can read it many, many times throughout the day, then what happens is you start to impress this idea and the image of it. So if you you say, I want to earn $1,000 a week, that's a goal. okay. So the idea of that is exciting to you because obviously that's what you want to earn. But now you also have to take it to a different level. Excuse me. You have to take it to a different level now and you have to use that imagination and imagine what does that look like? What does it look like for me to get $1,000 cash or $1,000 check every week? Or if I get paid biweekly, what does it look like to receive the check for $2,000 every two weeks? I can see it. I can picture it. You guys can picture a check right now with $2,000 and 8000 you right now, right? I sure can. <laughs> yeah. So, you, so you, you picture it. So then when you read that goal card and you write, I want to, you know, hi, I'm happy and grateful now that I earn $1,000 a week, you start to you start to activate and really stimulate these mental muscles that I went through. You start to imagine. You start to reason with yourself, like, I, I can really, I can have that. You know, that's, that's that's, I'm acting and I'm doing things that, you know, allow me to get that. And you just picture it, and you feel it, and then what you're doing through this process is you're impressing it upon your subconscious mind, your emotional mind, which can only accept whatever you give it. I am so happy and grateful now that I earn a thousand dollars a week. I am so happy and grateful now that I earn a thousand dollars a week. Man, I can. That just thinking about that makes me feel so good. And I can see it, I can smell it when I cash it. I have the cash in my hand, and I, and I can feel how good it feels when I have it and I can take my girl out to a nice dinner and just show her how much I care about her or I can, you know, uh, give money to a charity that's going to help out and make a difference in people's lives. I mean, I, oh man, it feels so good to make that. I earn that. It feels so good. Your subconscious mind is going to accept that over time. It's going to believe it. It doesn't know real or imagined. It just believes what you give it. And then what happens is... Those feelings that you're pressing upon that emotional mind causes you to act. You know, your 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 emotions, those feelings from your from the thoughts that you're impressing upon, it is being expressed through your body, through your action and your behaviors, which is producing your results. So the result you want is to earn a thousand dollars a week. You don't have to. You, know, you don't have to know how you're going to get that. Remember, you just have to know why you want it. I know why I want to earn a thousand dollars a week because it aligns with my purpose. My purpose is to be able to provide a better lifestyle for my, my, my wife and kids or for myself or, or or to be able to, you know, get back and help people who are in need or, or to, you know, I want to get a new boat or I want to, you know, buy new uniforms for the team or whatever it is. But you don't have to know how it's going to happen. You just have to know why. And get real specific and real clear in the goal and just keep reading it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And it's just going to get impressed in there and then what's going to happen is you're going to start believing it. And through that belief, okay, your actions are going to be aligned with that belief. And the, and then the universe, to see, what you're doing when you're doing that process, too, is you're making a, a commitment, and that's what you need to do, is you, you need to make a, a, a committed decision, I should say. You're making a decision to change how you think and feel and change the results you get. And the moment you commit to the decision, you make it, it's a committed decision. The universe conforms to that decision. And all the right people, all the right places, every, everything you need to make that happen will come to you. And then a lot of times very quickly. But sometimes it takes time. Remember the process of creation works outside of time. So you have to be patient with the process. I want this. I want to earn $1,000 a week. I want to earn it right now. And I'm so excited to earn it. You might not make it right now. So that means that if after six months and you're not earning $1,000 a week, did you quit? If you quit, then you'll never get the out of an week. But if you just stay on track and keep going after the goal, see what happens is the universe, the creator wants to know how strong and how tough you are. How bad do you really want? How bad do you want that goal? How bad do you want that championship team? How bad do you want to attract the most incredible top athletes, student athletes to your school? I mean, how bad do you want what you really want? Because you can say, you can write out your purpose and you can write out your vision, you can put down your goals, and then you're not just going to bed and next thing in the morning the creator says, hey, here you go, buddy. Have fun. No. He wants to see how much effort and how much challenge and opposition and maybe even some misfortune you can go through to get there. There's no satisfaction in just, you know, a team forfeiting and you winning the game. There's no satisfaction in that. The satisfaction, the fulfillment comes in the journey of overcoming the opponent, overcoming the challenge to get what you really want to get. And I don't care how long it's going to take. I am so certain of everything that's coming to me in my life because I believe in what I'm doing. And there's nothing or no one that's going to take me off that track. I'll get tripped up sometimes. I am human. I'm not perfect. And the opponent's going to mess with me. Gonna try to mess with me all the time, every single day. But you know what? I know about you now, opponent. You got no control over me. So go and mess with somebody else right now. I'm on track. I know what my purpose is. I see it clearly, and I've got my goals. Go mess with somebody else who is not as strong. But then tell them to come talk to me, so that way I can help them become strong. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Yes, we have about three minutes left into the show. Mike, if you will, please give out your contact information, and if you want, you can also talk about something that you have coming up that you're doing.
2: Yeah, I mean, if anybody wants to contact me, uh, I um, can be reached at results, at R-E-S-U-L-T-S, at com. results at com, And uh, my website now is com. And for any athletes, student athletes or coaches, anyone in the athletic arena that is listening in on this, we are going to be launching, my partner and I are going to be launching soon, uh, our program called the Missing Playbook. And the Missing Playbook is an audio program that you'll be able to purchase online. And it's an instant download. It consists of 10 audio segments and I an ebook, which is the Missing Playbook Action Planner, and what the action plan consists of is assessments and tools, different exercises to help you become aware of your strengths and weaknesses and to help you um, get clear on your purpose, vision, and goals and, and a lot of other things. And the program is broken down into four modules. And the first module is called Beyond X's and O's. And it's really getting into teaching people what the term, what, what really the name of the game of life is, which is results. You know, we all want results in different areas of our lives, And we talk about what is the primary cause of those results and a lot of other things and teaching you about these mental muscles that I mentioned briefly here tonight and teaching you about the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, and how it functions and um, and just really teaching you how to think. The second module that we get into is called What's Missing and it really is geared towards this emotional intelligence and helping you become aware of your emotions and how to... Uh, number one, become aware of your your emotions, how to manage them, and then how to become aware of other people's emotions and manage your relationships with them, and uh, avoid these emotional hijackings you yeah, have. A perfect example is let's you know, say you're out in the field and someone's taunting you, and they're getting under your skin, and you know y- your emotions get the best of you. And you're not thinking rationally. You're 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 emotionally. Ha- you're having an emotional hijacking, meaning your emotions are are in control. And you go and you punch them in the face, or push them, or something, and you cost your team a penalty. You know. So what we want to do is teach you how to become aware of these emotions and how to manage them, so that way the results you get are positive. You're having positive outcomes. The third module is called the opponent, which I went in a little bit again this evening, and really help you understand what this opponent is. It's not the person you line up against. It's this force that's with you. And growing against you, uh, but to help you grow all the time. And then the fourth module is the way of the champion, and it's really talking about the seven disciplines that we were to live by. You know, having heroic courage and honesty and compassion and duty and loyalty and some others, really helping you learn to do the things that are right. You because know, what's important to do things right or to do the right things, and it's important to do the right things. So that program is going to be coming out soon. Uh, the website's going to be launching soon, missingplaybook.com. It's not up right now, um, but it's going to be launching really soon. And we're going to be doing seminars throughout the country at, you know, different universities and high schools and um, different athletic associations that deal with student-athletes. So if you deal with student-athletes, you know, between, you know, 13 to 20, you know, middle school, high school, collegiate athletes, and you want to learn more about that, then contact me, and we'll get you information about it. Um and that's uh,
1: about that. All right, and that is all the time we have. And Mr. Cooper, we man, we just never have enough time. That uh, we're gonna have to schedule like a two-hour show next time, so we can get you to get all this good information out. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I'm, I'm here to do whatever you need
1: me to. All right, all right. Well, we thank you again for joining us, and we, we do. We thank everyone for joining us tonight. And we ask you that you go back online, download the, uh, the show, send it out to your friends, your social networks. That way everybody gets all this wonderful information that we receive from our guests. And with that being said, you've been listening to The Abundant Solutions Hour. We thank you for joining us tonight, and we ask that you continue to support the show and listen to us and talk to us and let us know what you think about the show. Good evening to you all. God bless you, and until next week, good night. Thanks, Michael. Thank you, guys.